Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for Cut, B is for Beef. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste, and the reason is this. Before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Mind you, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, which means more meat for your money. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. It's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, in Kroger cut beef, you get a better value in top grade beef. For example, take a specific cut of beef, say a Kroger cut chuck roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. That means you get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. Yes, you receive more meat, less waste, whether you buy a steak or a roast. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Make it a rule to get Kroger cut beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Determination can sometimes work miracles. Penny Gibbs has forced herself to put the recent past behind her and is now looking toward the future with new hope and new interests. She's pledged a great deal of her time to church work. And this morning at the church, the Reverend Dr. Wesley Judson is telling Penny how she can best be of service to him. Here's a file of the needy families of the church, Miss Gibbs, and not all of them need money, food, and clothing. Many need spiritual aid. There are more wounded hearts in this world than you can imagine. Yes, I can believe that, Dr. Judson. All of us have some kind of heartbreak at one time or another. But few Miss Gibbs recover as quickly and completely as you have. Though I know why you've succeeded so well. You've turned your thoughts to others. That was your advice, sir. And good advice. Well, I found that it works more times than it fails. But to get back to your duties here, you know most of the people in Roscoe even better than I do. I'd like you to go through this file at your earliest convenience and make a list of those you think you can assist me in helping. All right. But um, what makes you think I can help these people? Those who help themselves can easily help others, Miss Gibbs if only by setting an example that no suffering is everlasting and no difficulty unsurmountable. And, Miss Gibbs, every time you help another, you'll be healing your own wounds a little more. Maybe that's why I'm so anxious to help. In a way, my motives are selfish, aren't they? It is more blessed to give than to receive. He said that almost 2,000 years ago. And it's one of the world's great truths. 
There is a selfishness in giving, but it's the kind of selfishness that is right and good. Oh, you'll do welfare work in the name of the church too, Miss Gibbs, as much of it as our meager funds will allow. Most of the church's money is pledged to build a community house. Oh, I have good news for you about the community house. Good news? Mm-hmm. I saw Mrs. Carlton the other day, and she found out that I was working for you. Uh, fine old lady, Mrs. Carlton. Dr. Judson, you needn't press yourself to raise any more money for the community house. Mrs. Carlton's going to give you all you need as an outright gift to the church. Uh, the, the, the entire amount? Yes, sir. She's immensely wealthy, you know. Oh, yes, we... Well, she's one of the richest women in the country, but I've been told the community house we need will cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, Mrs. Carlton feels that giving you all you need, no matter how much it is, will be small gift enough. You won't refuse her offer, I hope. Oh, on the contrary, I'm delighted to accept it. Oh, Miss Gibbs, the church owes you a voice of gratitude for this blessing, too. I'm well aware of the fact that the gift is being made because of you. No, sir, that isn't entirely true. You see, Mrs. Carlton's always been a kind and generous woman, in spite of the fact that there have been stories that paint a far different picture of her. Well, anyway, um, she wants you for dinner the first evening you're free so that she can make a contribution official. I told her you'd phone her today. Oh, I, I most certainly will. Miss <laughs> Gibbs, I, I have to sit down. Even I, a man of God, am astounded at the wonders he works. This, this is a miracle, this gift from Mrs. Carlton. I didn't tell you so, but I was almost void of all hope I'd ever raise the money. <sighs> you think now there's not a reason for the tragedies of life? What, what do you mean? Miss Gibbs, the heartache you suffered brought this gift to the church. I understand Mrs. Carlton's reasons for what she's doing. It's partly out of respect to the church and in praise of God, I know... But she is also offering this gift to seek solace and comfort for the heartache over the tragedy that occurred to you and to her son. God moves in mysterious ways, Miss Gibbs, but in the ways that are best for his children. Yes, sir, he does. Miss Gibbs, you said something about getting a job downtown that would uh, pay you. Have you done anything about that yet? No, I haven't. First, I wanted to find out how much you'd need me here. Don't you think it ought to be the other way? You should be practical about it. <laughs> uh, frankly, I want to devote as much time to helping you as I possibly can. I think we decided on three afternoons or three mornings a week. That should be more than sufficient time to spend at a job that pays you nothing. All right, let's make it um, three afternoons a week. Fine. All right, now with that settled, I think I'll go downtown and see about that job. You have something in mind, Miss Gibbs? Oh, there were two or three interesting ads in the paper this morning, but sometimes it's hard to tell by the ads. Yes, it is. But if you don't think I'm interfering, Miss Gibbs, I think I know something that would suit you to perfection. Well, I'd be glad to know about it. Well, there's a young lawyer downtown, Frank Carter. I knew his older brother in school. Frank is as fine a young man as his brother was. I happen to know he's looking for a secretary. And I think you might be suited for the kind of work he'd want you to do. Why don't you go down and see him? Yep, I think I will. Oh, can I tell him that you sent me? Oh, by all means. In fact, I'll phone him and tell him you're on your way. I think you'll like him, Miss Gibbs. And I know he'll be greatly impressed with you. Come in. Come right in. I'll be through in just a minute. Oh, thank you. Ah, what can I do for... 
Oh, excuse me for not getting up, Miss... Uh... Oh, uh, Penny Gibbs. I'm here to see Mr. Carter. Well, you're seeing him. The Reverend Dr. Judson just phoned me about you, Miss Gibbs. Well, sit down, won't you? Uh, thank you. My brother knew the doctor at college and told me a lot about him. But there's one thing about him I've just discovered myself. One thing? Uh-huh. He doesn't warn a man about what he's going to see. It didn't occur to me the young lady he was sending here would be such a beautiful young lady. I'll forgive my forwardness, please. Yes, of course. You're looking for a job, I understand. Oh, yes, I am. Well, so am I. Well, I don't understand. I mean, I'm still waiting for my first client. Oh, I see. <laughs> you seem upset about that. Well, don't be, because I'm not. I've had my shingle up only a week, and I'm a patient guy. All things come to him who waits, providing he lives longer than he has to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to work here, Miss Gibbs? Well, Mr. Carter, I need a job, but all I can take for the moment is a part-time job. Well, we're getting along like a couple of old friends already, Miss Gibbs. All you can take right now is a part-time job, and all I can afford right now is a part-time secretary. You see, I'm, I'm going to be working for Dr. Judson three afternoons a week. What, um, you want me mornings or afternoons? Well, if Dr. Judson has your afternoons, I'll take you mornings. Would you spare five of them? Of course. Wow, this is great. Hey, could you start, say, uh, maybe Monday next week? I hope to have something for you to do by then. I say Monday of next week. But wait, maybe I won't be able to pay you as much as you want. It won't have to be much, Mr. Carter. I have a small income as it is, and I realize working for you only part-time won't uh, warrant much money. <laughs> How little can I get away with? You still have your feel I'm being fair. Well, you decide that. Just going to pay me at the end of the first week what you think I'm worth. All right, Miss Gibbs, we'll... Leave it that way for now. But you'll object, won't you, if you think you're getting the worst of the deal? Oh, yes, I'll tell you. <laughs> You've talked yourself into a respectable salary, Miss Gibbs. Something about you that makes me feel I'd rather not ever have you tell me about. Oh, don't let my looks fool you, Mr. Carter. Oh, your looks are good looks, Miss Gibbs. Oh, again, forgive me. Well, this has been a good day so far. I've written a letter, acquired a secretary. Now, if I could only find a client... Oh, I bet you find one in a day or two. Maybe even sooner. Well, I found you without much trouble. Maybe the same will go for a client. Miss Gibbs, I'll see you Monday morning, then. And I hope we have a long, happy, and profitable association. Yes, I hope so, too, Mr. Carter. Oh, goodbye. Bye, Miss Gibbs. Oh, by the way, do you type? Well, yes, of course I do. You know, when you didn't ask me in the beginning, I kind of took it for granted that Dr. Judson told you. No, no, he didn't tell me a thing. I'm not as smart as I think I am, am I? <laughs> it would have been a fine thing Monday if I found out you couldn't type. No, I have references to show I'm quite good, Mr. Carter. Well, never mind the references, Miss Gibbs. I'm sure you are. And thanks for accepting the job, unexciting as it must sound to you. But if you like it here and stay long enough, there's no telling how much excitement there might be. That you, Penny? Yep. Oh, Jerry, I forgot to call home before I left town, didn't I? Oh, that's all right, child. Nobody wanted anything. Well, how'd you do? Find a job? Yes, Instability? No, no, silly Frank. Frank Carter. Oh, yes, young Frank Carter. He came to town about a year ago to clerk for old Judge Weatherson. I had lunch with the judge one day, and he told me he had a young clerk who showed a lot of promise. 
Well, as long as it has enough promise to pay my salary, I'll be satisfied. Uh, the children home? No, no, Nora still has them out. Uh, uh, how was your visit with Dr. Judson? Fine. I understand my duties with him now. And he's in a fine mood. I told him about Mrs. Carton's plan to build a community house for the church. Well, that should have put him in a good mood. Tell him I'll contribute my services if he wants me to draw the plan? No, darling, I didn't want to tell him too much at once. He was overwhelmed with a gift from Mrs. Carlton. But um, I'll tell him about it the next time I see him. Mm-hmm. I'll be working at the church three afternoons a week. Yeah? And uh, how often for this young lawyer? Five mornings. Yeah, you're going to be a busy girl, aren't you? You bet I am. And you know something? Mm. I think the busier I am, the happier I'll be. Mm. And being happy is the important thing, isn't it? Yep. You know, Jed, it wasn't until I lost it that I realized how important happiness really is. For the first time since her tragic romance with Barry Carlton, Penny Gibbs seems to have found herself, hasn't she? Will this new happiness last? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. K-C-B. K-C-B. K-C-B means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. That's right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. For example, if porterhouse steak is your favorite you'll find that at Kroger's, you don't pay steak price for stringy ends and waste. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. But see for yourself by visiting your Kroger store. Notice that you get more meat, less waste, and it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat for your money. Yes, everybody's happy when you go to your neighborhood Kroger store for Kroger Cut Beef. Your family loves the deliciousness, the juicy flavor of Kroger Beef. You love the way it cooks up so perfectly. And your pocketbook loves the fact that Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat for your money. Get some without delay. Make it a rule to get Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste, at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to listen in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another absorbing transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.